0: Friendshipping is proud to be part of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. Got 25 to 75 people in your company? Check out knowyourcompany.com. Software that helps companies like Airbnb know their company better. I'm Jen
1: and I'm Trin. This <laughs> is Friendshipping and the theme this week is
0: The Silent Treatment. Silent but deadly. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Friendship between humans has many benefits, but sometimes there is drama, and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. You friendship at the problem. All right, we got a couple of questions this week about the cold shoulder, the silent treatment, silent but deadly silence,
0: silence. So this whole podcast, we're not going to say anything. Just kidding! <laughs> <laughs> got you. <laughs>
1: So so we're going to talk about what happens when you don't hear from your friend, when the transmissions have ended, and what what now? What now, indeed. First question. First question. I've gotten a silent treatment for six months from a former good friend. Usually I would just chalk it up to a lost cause, but we are in a tight friend group and we will see each other over this summer. She won't even look at me, never mind try and work it out. How do I handle
0: this? Ugh. Okay, so this is one of the more difficult questions we've gotten, I feel, because we don't have a big piece of the story, right? which is why your friend stopped talking to you in the first place, or if you even know that information, like if there was a conflict at all, and that's fine, you are free to include or not include any details you like, and we're happy to answer with the information we are given, uh, but... That said, especially because we know so little here, Trin and I wanted to put a disclaimer at the front of this question. We're going to answer
1: this question in the context of the asker isn't a dangerous person. Because dangerous people happen, and it's okay to warn people about someone who hurt you in a significant or grievous way. So asker, the very get-go of this question, did you harm this person in a significant or grievous way? Like, did you do something abusive? Because if so, you're not beyond getting help. But you are are also in no way entitled to forgiveness or to the time of the person that you hurt. So it's time to get some help and heal and just make sure that your behavior isn't repeated.
0: People who are dangerous are often depicted as being people in ski masks, like waiting in alleys. But the truth is everyone is capable of harmful behavior. And that includes you and your friends. Everyone is capable of being a bully or mistreating people or violating boundaries And I'm not saying that everyone who acts this way is a lost cause or shouldn't have friends. Not at all. If we didn't believe in the ability for people to change and grow and improve, then we wouldn't do a podcast about it.
1: We just wanted to say this at the get-go so that we have that covered. If you feel that you've been abusive, if you've been told that you've been abusive, remove yourself from that situation, get some help before proceeding. But the rest of this question is going to be in the context of you are not a dangerous, abusive person. This is just a run-of-the-mill, garden-variety, silent treatment. Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah. So what is the cold shoulder? What is the cold shoulder indeed? (laughs) So there are some behaviors that make sense, that make withdrawing from your friends make total sense. So focusing in on a few close friends to conserve your energy is a total, normal, reasonable thing to do and and reason why you might want to not talk to people. You might just need some alone time or
0: just withdraw from particular friends because you've been wronged. The cold shoulder can mean... Needing some time to cool off from a crappy situation. I mean, I've personally done this. I've withdrawn from friends when I was in a time of like personal crisis. It was halfway intentional, halfway accidental, and then it just kind of snowballed into me being out of touch for a long time.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's totally reasonable for someone to not go out of their way to interact with someone, even at a party or a social situation, uh, because you've had conflict. Um, and that's a very adult, normal way to deal with it. I things. was
0: going to say that's often the mature way to deal with it. Right. I yeah. totally agree. Yeah.
1: But sometimes things are just, like, rude.
0: <laughs> <laughs> rude.
1: Rude. If you're sneering at someone in social
0: situations or you're being openly hostile in a group. Rude. 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 Or openly complaining about someone. That's, that's probably rude. 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 Or, tr- oh, I hate this, trying to turn other people against someone. Rude. Oh, that is rude. And people often don't even realize as they're doing that. It's kind of, like, in the back of their mind. Yeah. They're being accidentally manipulative or subtly manipulative. Oof. If you've had a
1: normal run-of-the-mill conflict, an argument, something like that, that it's not an abusive behavior, and you are turning f- your friends against this person you've had an argument with, like, that's that's shitty. That's not okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's move forward into how we're going to act in these situations.
0: Yeah. Let's talk about some ways to handle this. Like an adult. Like an adult. Do it like an adult. Yeah, like, a, like an adult that... Like when people say that to me, I think, like, I'm an adult and I don't know how to do this. But then I think, like, okay, what is my image of a strong, mature adult? I'm going to pretend I'm that for a little bit. What
1: would a strong, mature adult do if they were here today?
0: In my body, <laughs> in my brain, <laughs> controlling me like a mech.
1: So the first thing I think, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just picturing, like, oh, this is so stupid. But there's this episode of Doctor Who <laughs> and the doctor is in, like, this robot body that's of him. But he's a tiny version of himself with like a bunch of scientists like running. And that's like this, this is, sounds like a fever dream. You, that Doctor Who. It's, it's a fever dream. It's yeah. a British fever dream. It is. <laughs> a British fever dream. Anyway. So <laughs> step one. We need to figure out what happened. Was there a conflict?
0: Was there an argument? Did you do something and you didn't know it? Right. I mean, are you aware of when and why she stopped speaking with you? Are you? Do you have even a clue? Do you have maybe an idea? Yeah. So let's just say that you
1: have not identified a problem. There was not a conflict. Uh, and it's just kind of stopped happening. But you have a group of friends who all know the both of you. So if you can do this in a way that is extremely non-confrontational... It would be okay to ask another friend in your group if they could shed some light on the situation. But you have to go into that conversation being so totally aware that when you ask about someone behind their back, the person you ask is not just allowed, but extremely likely going
0: to share that conversation with the person you asked about. That means speak very carefully and honestly and without mm, negative words. Yeah, absolutely. Without negative words about... What did we name her? Let's call her Marissa. Okay. We're, we're pretending the person ignoring you is named Marissa. That's our standard name yeah. for people. Yeah. So don't say anything bad about Marissa when you bring this up. Just go into this using classic famous I statements of, I've tried talking to Marissa about the distance between us, but I'm having trouble getting through to her. and I'd really like to know what happened. It's totally okay if you don't feel comfortable talking about this, but I was wondering if you knew maybe she was withdrawing from someone else too or if there's something I did that I just didn't register or... What is your insight into the situation? Again, this is the resort
1: that you go to after you decided that you don't know what the conflict is. You don't know what's going on, but you have somebody in your friend group that you feel comfortable asking this question to, and that and you are going into this without any negativity or aggressive feelings and, or and you're not trying to like turn them against Marissa in this conversation either. Don't paint Marissa out to be this like unreasonable person. And you're like, oh, I just I didn't do anything, but I just want to know, like don't do that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think before you bring this up to another friend or really before you do anything, you need to do some good old fashioned soul searching. Yeah. Like you need to ask yourself what you want here. Like, like truly, what do you what is your hope for the situation? You said your friends are all getting back together over the summer. So do you think you owe an apology? Do you think Marissa owes you an apology? Do you want your friend back in full capacity? Do you just want to be civil? Do you, like, what are you looking for? Do you want your friend group to be tied again without awkwardness? Like Deeply examine what you're after here and make sure you, you're taking care of yourself, but that you're also doing the selfless thing of giving your friend space that they might really need. Yep, yep. We've covered, was there a problem? If there was a problem, let's, let's ask for forgiveness. If
1: there was a problem that you didn't know about, you asked about it to try and figure out what it was. Now let's say there's just no problem at all. And she just doesn't want to spend her time and energy with you if seriously nothing happened. Like you've thought deeply about this, you've asked questions, and you're coming up empty. If this friend is just ignoring you for no reason, just sometimes people grow apart, even if nothing went wrong. It's natural, even if it sucks, and it's a thing that happens and it's not indicative of your worth as a friend. This person is allowed, again, to spend their energy and their time however they wish. Um, But they, if they're being mean to you in a social situation, like you said in your question, she won't even look at me. Never mind. Try and work it out. Which means you've been in the same room and she's being super awkward about how much uh, she doesn't want to be around you. That's just
0: rude. Agreed. And her behavior is not indicative of your value as a person or a friend. Right. Absolutely. And as people grow, they shed and gain friends, sometimes for reasons we will never understand. (laughs)
1: Right. There are conversations you can have with Marissa, things you can say, questions you can ask, that even if she doesn't want to be your friend anymore, will make social situations and group situations slightly less awkward. Hmm. So we have our issues, but I'm willing to be civil. That's a good thing to say. Like, you're not telling her, please forgive me, let's move on from this. You're saying... I want the social situation to be smoother, and the way to do this is to be adults and to be civil to each other.
0: Right. Saying something like, I think the right thing to do is to not make things awkward with the rest of our friends. And that's, like, not up for debate. Right. I really like coming at it from this point of view of, I want to make things good for the rest of our friends. She's got the right to ignore you if she
1: wants to. But she doesn't really have the right to break up the friend group over whatever conflict that you may have. Apologize. Try and find a way around this, but ultimately accept her decision to not want to be your friend and make things as comfortable with your entire group of friends as you can by being an adult and being civil.
0: And you can feel so good about that. I agree. Yeah, that's such a good th- That's such a good tool to like walk away with this feeling like you could hold your head high, like you did everything you could and you're still going to be a good friend.
1: Mm hmm.
0: All right. Next question? Next question. All right. This is a long one. This is so long. (laughs) Everyone pay attention. A close internet friend of mine was asked by her boyfriend to stop talking to me a long time ago. He was afraid that we would like run off together or something. I understood and respected this decision to choose her romantic partner over me at the time. I had a crush on her, so I understand the jealousy. But they've broken up now for a few months, and I want my friend back. I've sent her emails and private messaged her on Skype. I can't DM her on Twitter because she unfollowed me when our split happened. And she hasn't responded to me. I want to be there for her through her breakup, but I'm afraid that my words aren't getting through. When do I give up?
1: Well, if someone isn't responding to you, that means
0: something. That that means something. Yeah, I agree. Something. It means something, at least. It's not accidental at this point. Right, with right. your history, that's not an accident.
1: It sucks that the jealousy of the ex-boyfriend got in between the two of you. But it sounds like from the tone of your question that you both decided, or even the three of you decided, that it was reasonable to preserve what your friend had with the ex. Uh, we don't generally feel that a partner who asks you to give up your friends, or really any of your friends, is a good partner. But if the three of you came to that decision, that this was truly what was best for everyone, then that's totally reasonable and we won't judge you for it. However, however, big however, a huge however, we want to be super clear that a partner who asks you to give up your friends and your support network, who gets in between you and people who care about you and who wants to be the center of your universe, that's an abusive partner. And we really hope that this wasn't the situation from your friend. But we're going to go with what you told us, which makes it seem like this was a decision you all came to together, which is a decision that is sometimes made
0: with the understanding that it was not an abusive or manipulative play is a reasonable decision to make. So now there are many factors to consider. Like maybe she is hoping to get back together with this boyfriend and she feels the chances of that are slimmer if she reconnects with you. That's a possibility. Yeah. I mean, it is pretty meaningful that she gave up her friendship with you at all. Maybe she decided in retrospect that it was an unhealthy situation.
1: You can't ignore the fact that she actively decided to cut you out of her life. It may have been that now that she's had some distance in space, that being friends with somebody
0: who has a huge crush on her was hard for her to handle. Yeah, I mean, it could just be the history behind all this it might just make her feel weird. When uh, <laughs> when things get weird, I often run. <laughs> yeah, I really do. I'm like, well, no, no, I can't do it. Man, this is hard, though. Yeah. I mean, I understand this hurts. I don't want to undermine how hurt you are probably feeling. Yeah. And I understand how this is difficult because
1: it seemed like there was going to be an expiration date on this distance between the two of you. Oh, now they're broken up. So that means we can be friends again. Uh, I understand how you might have seen that as your opening and that you were owed
0: your friendship to be repaired at this point. Unfortunately, things are rarely that simple for anybody. Yeah. (laughs) And I understand that you are feeling hurt and you probably feel now like you are owed something, owed some friendship. Because you put in your time and you, and you want to be a good friend. don't I'm sure. I'm sure you want to be a good friend. Like you said, you want to help your friend through a breakup. These are understandable feelings to have. But it is time to recognize boundaries.
1: Yeah. Your question was, when do I give up? Well, you don't have to give up necessarily. You don't have to close the door on friendship. But you do have to stop reaching out to her. And you do need to give her the opportunity to reciprocate. And if it's over, you do have to accept that the friendship is over. You've reached out. You've told her that you are available to reconnect and it is now definitely up to her.
0: Ultimately, it's not cool to continually reach out to someone who removed you from their life. As a culture and society, we talk a lot about grieving relationships and romantic partners, but we should also consider how hard it is to lose a friend. Losing friends is hard. You um, are sure... I'm sure you're a caring and thoughtful person and you're feeling fragile right now. So be really, really nice to yourself and focus on other friends. Like, if it helps, talk to another friend openly about the situation. This kind of reminds me
1: of in Mass Effect 2 when Shepard's alive and runs into Kaden, And Kaden's like, what the fuck? You're alive? And, like, you didn't even say anything to me?
0: Oh, man. On, um, uh, on
1: Eden Prime? Is that yeah, where that happens? I think so. Yeah. And it was just like, dude... I had a lot on my plate, man. It could just be that oh. Shepard has a lot on her plate right now, okay? She just got out of a relationship. She's getting her life back together. It might just be that her number one priority right now is not mending
0: her friendship with you. She just got rebuilt. Yeah. She's still got facial scars that represent her dark side. Absolutely. Yeah. And now she's got to save the universe. Yeah. From the Reapers. Exactly. And the collectors and the collectors are buzzing around yeah <laughs> everything's going to hell yeah she can't worry about you Kaden <laughs> suck it up I wonder how Trin feels about Kaden oh I don't I don't, <laughs> I don't have strong feelings about this situation <laughs> I told Kaden to buck up buddy in that, in that situation <laughs> oh man that was such a beautiful scene though the music changes there's like Kaden's theme that <laughs> plays when you see Kaden again uh, um, so about your
1: question, <laughs> I, I think that in conclusion, one, the first thing you have to do is stop reaching out to her. You've taken every avenue that you have. You guys are internet friends,
0: so I understand that you have limited avenues, but don't keep searching for more. Yeah, that is such a good point, Trin. Don't, don't search out more. That's not a, in, in every way, that's not a good use of your energy. Yeah. She knows where you are in the internet. You're there. You're there. You didn't leave? (laughs) She can find
1: you on Eden Prime? I actually think it's called Freedom's Progress. I think I got the name of the planet wrong. God damn it. What's important here (laughs) is that it was an amazing reference. And this dude is totally Caden Alenko. I love that. And Shepard needs to
0: rebuild. Rebuild. Shepard's got a lot to do. Yeah, think that that Shepard is grieving too in this situation. Yeah. And rebuilding a whole crew... To get the team, the best team in the galaxy to go fight the collectors. Oh, and she's got, uh, what's his name, uh, <laughs> Bartlett breathing down her ass. <laughs> breathing down her ass? <laughs> yeah, that's the phrase, right? Yeah, it's the one. That's the
1: one. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. You being ignored by your friend does not indicate how good or bad you are at friendship. However, you continually reaching out to a friend who's not reciprocating does indicate that you're not being a good friend.
0: Hells, yeah. Give her some space. Listen to Trin. Let her her rebuild the universe for a while. Hang out with Garrus. Go to the Citadel. Hang out with some other friends. Yeah. There's plenty for you to do. Yeah. Go get some tail on Omega. The universe is wide and huge and tremendous. And there's a lot of other things going on. There's a lot of other aliens for you to smooch. (laughs) To be friends with, too. You can
1: have alien pals. Yeah. Yeah. We're just thinking about Mass Effect. Yeah, I now. am.
0: Now I'm thinking of all the good references, which is not helpful.
1: <laughs> We're going to wrap up this question <laughs> just because it will, will just devolve into Mass Effect conversations. <laughs> okay. Well, best of luck to you. This has been Friendshipping with Jen and Trin. If you would like to ask us a question for next week, please cram it up our asshole at ask.fm slash and Trin. The Jen has two N's and the Trin only has one N. And the extra N in Jen stands for Normandy. I do. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> oh that's good okay cool (laughs) if you want to follow us at twitter you can follow us at jen and trin same number of ends apply and if you want to watch us stream games on the internet you can follow us at twitch.tv slash friendshipping yay keep an eye out because we are probably going to change all of our stuff to friendshipping instead of jen and trin so just a warning that we're going to try and consolidate our brand. Update those bookmarks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is so
1: cute. All right. Uh, we love you. Good night. Good night. That was great. I loved it. Your friendship at the problem.